What's up, everybody? Welcome to Mongols, sponsored by Roughneck Scars. I'm Mike. With me is Kevin Josh. The world is a cruel and terrible place, this, and this weekend is further proof of it. But first, guys, how's it going? All right, this is... Oh, wow. How are you doing? <laughs> wow, this this is like, I feel like you're Woo! about to have a break. Whoa, hey, okay. Oh, I need more than one of these right now. <laughs> okay, so for like historical sake, if, oh, okay. if somebody's listening to the show sometime in the future and you're wondering what the heck is going on, um, I guess the timeline is if you if you if you listen to the previous show, we were all set to go take on Birmingham and what many across the USL were saying was like the matchup of the playoffs. Like people couldn't call it like this was the one to watch. And uh, was it Saturday, Josh, that the Hounds put out a press release just saying like, hey, game's off. Birmingham moves on. And we were like, uh, what now? Yeah, first the league came out with the announcement, and then the Hounds came out uh, with their follow-up announcement. And then later, the Hounds came out with a second announcement, uh, further clarifying the first announcement about the whole situation. And needless to say, it was just like out of nowhere, completely blindsided by this whole thing. So I don't know if you want to go into the actual announcement itself. Uh, we it. can first of all um kev were you aware that this all happened because we have like a little slack group and we were all talking about it and you like never comment and i was just waiting no, to get here today and you'd be like <laughs> what happened i tried to watch the highlights but they didn't exist <laughs> wow well, well you said okay. he would not so, like watch a playoff game i know i was like Ooh, i i cool. understand that is I understand a that sick burn some of that comes from a very true reality but you push it too far <laughs> <laughs> with that. all satire comes from a little bit of truth yeah <laughs> I, I will give you that i could believe that he didn't know anything about it until the day of the game yeah when he went to watch it and he's like where's the game at and then he finally checked slack because he's like begrudgingly <laughs> like i'll fine i'll look at slack looks at it he's like oh crap is that what happened no i i saw on twitter i saw i okay. saw everything you know i saw the hounds tweeting about it i saw you know mongol's account i saw you know everything you're you're talking about josh and um and I was like, oh, okay. And I actually, I still haven't looked at the Slack channel. I have no interest in, in <laughs> looking at the, the the just sorrow that I'm sure that channel is a little littered with. Um, well, uh, hold on. Like, we, we got to sort of frame this as well. So, Josh, you mentioned there was the initial release. And the initial release basically said that due to COVID, like, the team couldn't field enough players or couldn't travel and therefore, um, you know, we just we we had to forfeit. And that was that was sort of like it. And like Tuffy came out with a statement saying that he was gutted. And like, hold on, the actual text of the statement was I'm gutted right now for Bob Lilly, his staff and our players to have the season end like this after all their whole hard work. I'm also disappointed for our fans who have been behind us all season. I hate to see our season end this way, but we're going to come back even stronger next season. So that's that's all we had for a while and then rampant speculation swept the internet because the internet come on <laughs> like what did you think you said you can't play because of covid and in this reality where everybody is just fed up and ready to boil over of course people are going to start speculating there were some who knows false true reports out there about what might have been the cause of it whatever it may be um and it caused you know 
Tuffy sort of went off and another, a couple of other people in the know sort of went off saying like, if you don't know, then like shut your mouth. And like, I finally just had enough of it and put out sort of a four part tweet. Just like, look, a one, if you're not going to give fans the details, you, you have to expect this. Like you can't expect people to not just like, do you want people to be like, ah, man, that's cool. We'll see you next season. Like you don't want that. And so, of course, fans are going to be this way. If you want the speculation to stop, give a little bit more details other than like COVID shrug. And like, and so, you know, shortly thereafter, the Hounds did put out a, a further update. Um, and, and the text of that update included uh, that the Hounds, quote, covered persons, which is players and traveling staff under the USL's COVID-19 policy, um, were fully vaccinated to a 93% rate, and a number of our players had received their booster third dose shot as well. The club has also been diligent to keep its facilities disinfected and comply with the league's health policies throughout the season. Unfortunately, infections can occur even while taking the proper precautions, which happened in this instance. So, you know, there was some speculation of like, ah, the players just weren't vaccinated. Like, how could that be the case? And, um, you know, according to this report, that's not the case. Uh, this was something where there was some sort of breakthrough, something that happened. And unfortunately, season's over. Yeah, I want to pick up on that thread of some of the stuff I've seen online that I don't think was justified as far as uh, fan speculation. Like you saw a lot of people saying like, well, why couldn't we just reschedule the game? And it's like, OK, COVID protocols is like 10 days. Yeah. After like you, you can't do anything for 10 days. Um, you have to go into quarantine and just be completely away from the team for 10 days. So if that's the case, we can't postpone the playoffs because it is a weekly playoff. Like it happens every week. So it's like, no, you can't expect everyone in the playoffs to push pause for our team to, you know, get get healthy. Unfortunately, that's just not the reality. And there's there's schedules for all these other teams. There's stadium deals, all that kind of stuff with that. So you can't reschedule it. So that's not a possibility. Um, second, there's a roster freeze. Now, people make fun of the roster freeze because of the, the situation with the keepers this year, where there's a lot of uh, shady stuff where it's like, oh, well, keepers are allowed to be brought in and then them playing their backup, or not even playing their backup keeper, but playing the keeper that they brought in last minute, like a ringer. But besides that, there's a roster freeze. So we can't just bring up players from like a different team or from like the youth academy or something like that. They're not part of our roster, so they wouldn't be allowed to play. So there's that. Um, trying to think if there's anything else that was like people were really up in arms about. It's like, well, no, look at the rules. Look how it works. We can't just reschedule this match. Um, it sucks. It, it, it really sucks. But like they also said, there was no way to even piece together a team for this so right you can, like, there, there's no players to call up like is, yeah. is it just and like oh bring yeah. up the b team there's no b team like <laughs> there's no jv squad to like fill spots it's just not and then as far off. as the the vaccinated rate goes i mean like 93 percent. so we know there's like 24 guys on the roster plus like even if it's like it's not even 10 people it's like five people that travel with them but let's say if it's you know 33 people total like that's like one person not vaccinated. Like that's 93% of that number. Like it's, it's not like there was a huge unvaccinated where only the people who got or who were unvaccinated got it. And therefore we couldn't fill a team. We could have filled a team. If that was the case. So, you know, it was enough people that were actually vaccinated. 
Yeah. As as uh, Steve just pointed out in the chat, I think we all know Tuffy would have fought tooth and nail for the game. If there was any possibility, um, just look at Miami. Like, there's proof of that yeah. right there that Tuffy would have fought to make this thing happen, um, and it just couldn't happen. So, yeah, as I was sort of setting up for the show, for some reason, like, it feels like the best analogy to me is from A Christmas Story, where... Ralphie's dad is like super excited to have turkey dinner and all day he's like, this, this is going to happen. It's going to happen. The turkey's ready. He's like cutting little pieces off it, getting super excited. And then the dogs come in and just rip the turkey apart and take it away. And then there's just no turkey. And like that's, we have no closure. It's just the season is over after the all worst. the drama the last two weeks. And I, one of the honestly, this was, we're we're gonna go way off the rails here. But one of the questions I'm really looking forward to asking Lily is just like, how do you evaluate this season? Because every other season, you can sort of look at like, well, we made it this far in the playoffs, so even if we had issues, like you know, we we still prove that we were better than or worse than our opponents or whatever it may be. There's no proving ground. This is clearly at the point where Lily could just be like, well. I guess I thought our defense could be better. So like, maybe I'll try to improve that, but like, there's no way to prove like it's over. It's it. It's it. It's done. We were in the playoffs and now we're out of the playoffs. And then it was at no fault of the actual play on the field that our season is done. So sorry, Kev, what do you think about all of this? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm in a lot of ways. I'm happy to sit back and listen. Um, and all of you, you and Trash kind of putting out, clarifications and kind of different perspectives and different angles. And I think I, I kind of privately went through a lot of these considerations and ended up at the same place. And yeah, for me, it's maybe the reason why I'm not talking too much is because it is. You're in that like it, third of the seven stages of grief. No, it's, it, <laughs> it's, 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 it's painfully simple. I mean, yeah, it, it was always going to be impossible to reschedule and yeah, like, this can happen. <laughs> like, it's just, it's so unlucky that it happens now. You know what I mean? If, it, if this happens in the middle of the season, fine. We'll do some weird rescheduling or whatever, and we'll, we'll get through it. But the fact that it happens now is just, yeah. It, that I mean, you know, it's like you're playing poker and someone else has a, you know, a full house. It's like, all right, like, you know, you ran a marathon, you get to the finish line. It's like, no, sorry. The finish line never existed. <laughs> like, it's just like crap. So yeah, no, it, I, I don't. And, and I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how to interpret it other than that. It, it is a really weird season because it feels unfinished. Um, I deal, maybe the only solid, it's not solace, but like, I don't find myself immediately asking about the what ifs um because i don't like as good as this team was um you know it, it, i don't know it, it's weird I, <laughs> I i throughout the season i said this is one of the best performing sides i've seen for the hounds it's one of the best lily sides but you have this asterisk of well, the de the defense is kind of weak, and we did we didn't even get a home playoff game, finished third in the conference, blah blah. blah. So it, it, there's this weird duality with this team, and so if I'm being honest with myself, it, I was always like anything can happen. It's the playoffs. Let's go. You know, we, we can. You know, 
we've proven ourselves against Tampa. We've proven ourselves against Miami. So if we get through Birmingham, anything's possible, blah, blah, blah. But in the back of my head, it's like, I don't know if we're going to do this. And so that's the only solace around all of this was it, it, it wasn't like we smacked Birmingham 7-0 and then next week we're going into the second round of the playoffs and then we all get COVID and, and the rug gets pulled out from, from underneath us in a weird way. It be and also you have this added. I'm rambling here, but you have this you have this added thing of like, you know, the season finished, and so you're in between season and playoffs, and so you get like kind of closure, but not really. I mean, I mean, Josh, you mentioned last week of like it didn't feel like the last game of the season, and, and you're right, but you at least had this kind of like logistical break of like you played a full season, right? And then it's just like, oh, well, you just don't get to play play the playoffs, even though you got into the playoffs. It, it's really weird, but. uh yeah, it's it's still a bit of a shock. I don't I don't know how to feel about it, but um, other than you know, frustration and just feeling like you know he's got really unlucky. Yeah, and it's like it's because of the fact that this team had a bit of a chip on its shoulder going into the playoffs. I'm the most upset for the guys on the team not being able to like prove themselves because there was a lot going against them. And I feel like there was this big chip on their shoulders going into these playoffs. Like we have to prove that we're, you know, worthy of being in, in here, even though they almost got second place in the division. Like it's, it still was like a situation where it's like, you know, people were kind of like counting them down and out uh, because of the last couple of games. So it's, it really sucks. They don't get an opportunity to show, you know, the detractors that they, they had what it took and, you know, pulling back a little bit, not worried about the game itself, but the players. Like, I'm I'm hoping yeah. everyone's okay. We don't know how bad people have COVID as far as, like, you know, if they're showing symptoms or, like, what's going on with them. So, like, I'm, you know, you would think uh, how much a soccer player is healthy, younger, they'd be, you know, be able to battle this. But you never know with COVID. So, like, it's also scary. Like, we don't know who has it and how bad they have it. So, yeah. I That's a like, really good point. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, that completely went over my head. I think in intuitively, I, I thought that opposite of it, Josh. I was like, oh well, most of them are vaccinated. They're all healthy. They're all young. Like, yeah, of course they'll be fine. But no, that's a really good point. Yeah, you just don't know. You don't know how they're gonna handle it. So, like, I'm worried about the players themselves. Like, I want to know that they're all okay. And like, obviously, it's their private. You know, their privacy matters here, and they can, you know, tell us as they want to. But I just hope they're all doing okay. I did try to get as much information from inside sources about if uh, Bob was okay because he's not a younger guy <laughs> and he struggled with, you know, health like a little bit with like weight. We saw that he lost a lot of weight. So it's like, is he okay? As yeah. far as I've heard, he's, he doesn't have COVID. He's okay. So, yeah, I, I'm, I haven't heard anything specifically, but like I said, I do know that he is going to be having a press conference via zoom later this week as sort of like an end of season thing. So hopefully that's a good sign, at least for him. Um, yeah, and I mean, look, I, I'll go on a bit of a rant because we've got 45 minutes to fill and there's no game to talk about. But, uh, you know, when this all happened, I think my mind immediately went to the worst. And um, I, I shared this with these guys uh, in our little chat. But uh, I have a couple of uh, friends out in Westmoreland County who are both healthcare workers. And, you know, you really don't hear a ton about COVID anymore. Like, it, you know, it's around, but like, it's not in the news all the time or anything like that. And these are two women that are just amazing people that I said, like, if I was having, you know, life threatening procedures done, I'd want them at the side of my table. And 
they are absolutely getting crushed right now. And in terms of like no hospital beds, like having to turn people away um, because COVID is still a very real thing and breakthrough cases are leaving people with just like tattered lungs. And it's, it is very, very serious still. And these are people that I absolutely feel for. They talk about just like the stress that they bring home and they end up putting on their families because they're dealing with this and like going through multiple therapists because like no one can actually understand the pressure of trying to deal for people or deal or help people who like are refusing to get vaccinated and don't want to help themselves. And it's just this revolving door. And so, um, so that, that was sort of immediately where my, my mind went to. And, uh, and it's just, just keep being diligent for those of you out there who are being diligent because this is not something that has gone away. It's just that we've stopped talking about it because people were tired of hearing about it, but it still is a very real thing. I just, I literally just got the obituary for a friend of ours from scouting who passed away today um, because of COVID. So like it's, it's a thing. And so, yeah, the players health absolutely in the forefront. I think, a lot of the um, a lot of the outrage uh, could have been interpreted as just like, oh well, it's their fault, and that's not really the case. I think we all always will have the players and the coaches forefront of our mind. It was just frustration at that, you know, like you said, the the rug was just pulled out. I mean, you know, if I could sort of sum up everything in sort of one clip, it would probably be this. <laughs> corner that's it let's get on with the game i guess so after all of that we have a corner for pittsburgh <laughs> that's terrible that's terrible Who knew? This whole heartfelt thing at the very end there and then you yeah, ended it with that damn clip it is pretty good <laughs> it's pretty good pretty good mike pretty good. I, I mean <laughs> but just seriously like that's what happened we got a goal and it was turned into a corner kick and that's how we end the season <laughs> not 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 that it needs any more context, too, but I mean, the, the this may be just my last point on this. The speed at which the announcement kind of came out and the timing of it, I think, also made it more difficult to immediately kind of accept with. Um, it was a day before. Yeah, like, to, 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 to accept with kind of like a logical perspective, right? Yeah. It, it, like, the, the you know, in when when things things that kind of build up and you're like, well, we're getting rumors that like the game might be canceled or, Oh, there's this and that, and there's reports and blah, blah, blah. It was just like the day before everything came up for the season. And then, you know, big expectations, we're all getting ready. And then in one tweet, it's just like, Nope. All right, it's done. And I think that that's what also made it like such a kind of like a quick kind of like plunge into the ice bath kind of just like what? Like in, yeah, and it, it was, it was not this gradual to this, you know, bombshell report that this thing came out. It was just like a quick thing. And then we all had to kind of get on with it. I, and I can't remember if it was the day before or two days before, but the hounds tweeted out a video of like, what are you most looking forward to this playoffs? And like every player was like winning, like cold dead eyes looking in the camera to the point that you're like, damn, they going to do this. Like they could, <laughs> they got the, they got the confidence. They going to do this. And then it's just like, uh, nope. And so. I can't imagine being 
well, one Birmingham right now, as far as like their supporters, <laughs> like that sucks. Like I, that was the one not solace I had, but like one of the things I thought of, you know, we had that replay match, that 23 minute match. And we, we got the point that we needed, or we got the three points we needed out of that match. And imagine if we would have gotten it done that last game. And if we were all like, you know, raring to go for a home playoff game. And then suddenly this happened, like, yeah, uh, it was bad enough, you know, having to cancel a watch party for this game. <laughs> and like, I can imagine yeah, how devastating really it would have been. You're like, what am I gonna do with all this smoke? Like, well, just... <laughs> it, like, it, like we do TIFO for it. So like, we were planning yeah. a TIFO. Like, okay, if we have a home playoff game. Here's what we gotta do for TIFO. Like, we have all this ready to go. And like, so I know that's what they did. That's what Birmingham fans did. Like, they've had it all planned out. I'm sure they probably had you know, all this going for them and then have that rug pulled out from a no, at least they have the solace of knowing that they get the automatic win. So that's good. But this is probably going to be their only home playoff game. Yeah. Now, like, now they go on the road to play Tampa. Yeah. So, yeah. So that sucks. That really blows. I mean, no one wanted the game to be canceled, obviously. So you, you know, everyone did what they could have to make sure it c- could be played if it would have been able to be played. So yeah, it sucks. It's a really crap way to end the season. Um, this 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 comment feels more more for like a podcast for where we're recapping the entire season and I know we're not doing that here but um, you know it's a, a really cool thing to do if you were Lily in the club and which would give us a great say all right we're gonna like we're re-signing everyone and we'll give you your chance again <laughs> and you know like these players work so hard to to get to the playoffs and you know you should you should come to the press conference with lily and ask him that question on whatever day <laughs> well, it's not a question it's a comment it's 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 you say, hey, would you like I to think, comment on the idea i think you should do everybody. this that's not a question that's, that's some <laughs> idiot podcaster being like hey i know more than you like <laughs> Uh, self-awareness but i do think i i mean one of the things that you know we always sort of look at like we'll look at last season and be like oh that was like covid season like everything was crazy they played for a little bit they took a break for a little bit and then they they came back and played so you sort of like discount that this is very different because the rest of the league moves on and we just like stopped so whenever we look back in time at the history of like the past five years, six years, at some point, if it's 10 years of covering the hounds, this season is always going to have a little asterisk next to it. Cause it's going to be like, yeah, that team was good, but like we never actually knew how good they were because they didn't get a chance to prove it in the playoffs. They made it, but like they didn't get a chance. And so, you know, it, you can't change it, but like it, it that. I'm very I'm trying very hard to not say it is what it is, but <laughs> that's what's going to be written on our dad's tombstone, Josh. That's that's <laughs> his that's how his he closes thing. everything is. It, it is what it is. So. All right, let's let's change the subject to other news that just came out. Well, know. hold on. Hold on one second. Okay. One second. One second. One last thing. Um, for half a second, we considered making this like our season wrap up show. And then we were like, nope, not doing that. Like we're not ready for that. We need more time to just like let this process. We will do like a big season wrap up blowout show. Bring on the rest of the Mongols crew. Um, you know, Steve is just flipping out in the comments. Um, although I don't think his last comment is related to the hounds. I think it's related to EPL, but irregardless. Um, the season wrap-up show will be coming, just not tonight. So, Josh, continue. Uh, so, big news. Uh, I don't know if you everyone saw it, but 
the rumor right now, well, we should know tomorrow night for sure, because that's when they're having a uh, a press conference type thing. Uh, Detroit City FC might be joining the USL championship. That's pretty huge. I don't know if you guys know much about Detroit, but one, they're crazy. Like their fans are awesome. Yep. They're known for like giant displays of smoke every single goal, and it just looks like crazy. They let it off for more than just goals. It's it's just a constant flow of smoke coming from their section. Uh, really hardcore fans, really just passion, a lot of passion that you, you wouldn't expect for, a, you know, essentially Division Three team. Um, they bounced around. They, they're also like all about community, all about uh, being owned locally, which there's going to be questions about that because what is it for us or first second division? I think you have to have a player or a um, manager that has like, they, I can't they have to have was. a certain amount of cash. Yeah. They have to have a certain net worth. Um, yeah. I can't remember what it is. It's, it's a lot of money and it doesn't look like their current owners will have that much money. Uh, a single one of them would have that much money. Cause I think it has to be a single person is yeah. has that much. So it's, it's going to be weird. We're going to see how it works. Um, but this would also be probably our closest team now. Like Detroit would be de facto our away trip. If uh, we go by distance. Assuming we're in the same division, but yes, well, they like, just they, dawned it, on me. USL, like they're saying, it's it's our division. Like, oh they're, really? They're, yeah, like it's that's what it's looking like. It, they're going to be coming to. It's not going to be League One. It's actually going to be our. Division. No, 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 no. But I mean, like, like oh, I'm sorry, division, not four yeah. divisions. Yeah, 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 yeah. If that's what they're calling it, or is it? Con- it's not conferences. I yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's divisions. It's yeah, yeah. it's confusing. Uh, I would think so, right? Like, I would hope so, but like, I don't know. I think we're only going to have East and West next year. That could be, yeah. That because I, I don't, I think with, a, especially if a bunch of two teams go uh, to their point. own league, that we're going to have yeah. less teams to begin with. So they're probably going to want to just have two uh, conferences. <laughs> Kevin, what's that look on your face? Oh, I'm just scrolling through Google images of Do- Detroit City FC and it looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody it's, did like a documentary about their fans at one point. You might be able to find it on YouTube. Oh, like, yeah. It's legit. Like, yeah, they're awesome. It, it's really like it's they have passion that I have not seen in lower division soccer in a long time. Like, yeah. it's it's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, that's cool. So I'm excited for it because like going from if you like think about, you know, the Hounds history of who we had as our rivals or like I'm not even saying they're necessarily going to be the rivalry, but they're going to be one, the closest team to us. So it's going to be like de facto easiest one to do away trips to and that kind of stuff. But like we had city Islanders Harrisburg, they had like seven people in their supporters group. And like, I think the, 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 the the board was like three high school kids. Like it's, it wasn't much. (laughs) How far away was that trip for you guys? I can never remember the distance. Was that like five hours? That was, yeah, that was like closer than I think four, five, something like that. It was pretty easy trip. Um, and we're doing the math. I think we might be able to get a bus trip to Detroit with only one driver. Cause right now they have new rules with like how many drivers you have to have if it's a certain amount of time. And like, so it, it would be cutting really close, but it might be a situation where we could afford just a bus and actually have one driver and not be stupid expensive. And we could actually start doing seal army bus trips again, which would be so nice. Cause those are so much fun. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for this. Like it's it's 
Huge news. If it's true, it looks like it is true, but we'll find out for sure. I think 6 p.m. tomorrow they have their, like, they invite all the supporters to the stadium and they're going to have, like, a conference with them about it. So I think the announcement's going to be official tomorrow. Either that or they're announcing that Javi is their coach. <laughs> Wait, no, that already, that, Kev, did they already announce that? Is he? Yeah, no, they already announced that he's Barcelona. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> totally missed that. Sorry. I uh, thought he was going to sign for Aston Villa, but that's. that's not... <laughs> if you're not looking on Twitter, the, the the banter already has started with USL accounts, uh, like USL memes and those type of accounts with uh, the supporters group uh, for Detroit. And it's been lovely already. A lot of. Uh... Another thing about Detroit is they're all like anti-corporate and like really making a big deal about USL and MLS being like corporate shill leagues and how they would never support them and now it's like well you know it's okay because <laughs> <laughs> singing they change their tune so there's a lot of fun banter between them and like they had a nuanced answer for like why it's okay and like how you know survival is key here it's, if it's no team or a team in the usl they would rather have a team in the usl um and how they can make better change from the inside than from the out it, a lot of good messaging and good spin but it's still spin and it's <laughs> it's like they came out hard against usl for like three years and now it's like eh, that doesn't look that bad <laughs> we're we're all part of the spin now too like we're in it we get it just come on over that's cool we yeah we don't love it but we're here so but it's gonna be fun because then you know it's gonna be fun bantering with them because we can you know throw that back at them and uh a lot of uh memes of uh a punk and then like a yuppie and like you know last year this year like <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> nice. i i'm excited i think it's gonna be so much fun to have them in the league if it's true and uh i'm really hoping it is it'll be interesting i mean we're obviously going to get into this in the off season a lot but there's a lot of talk of a lot of changes that could be coming heading into 2022 i mean josh you already sort of alluded to the fact that uh, a number of the two teams are going to be gone. Um, basically just gone, like not part of the championship anymore at all. Um, the USL had tossed around the idea of switching the schedule to mirror the European schedule. And <laughs> when the news came out, I asked Lily and he was like, eh, I'm kind of focused on the season right now. Ask me in the off season. So maybe that'll come up later mm-hmm. this week, mm-hmm. but we'll see. He probably still hasn't thought about it. We might have to wait until like January when we talk to him and then, you know, he can change. Like it's like, January. It's cold. I don't want to play. Right <laughs> yeah, I don't want to play right now. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I'm still building out my team. Ask me next year. Um, but I mean, who knows? You know, there's there's still all this talk of pro rel. There's talk of these interdivision, as in League One in in Championship uh, or League Two in Championship uh, tournaments. Um, I, I didn't think we'd be having this conversation this early so like it just yeah here we are um yeah jf just said (laughs) usl uh isn't that horrible it's not a super league quotes well the usl owns a super league there jf uh it's just the women's league which is awesome so love to see have a hounds women's team in the super league but uh yeah we'll see what happens so um so Detroit's happening. Well, we don't know Detroit's happening. We hope probably. Detroit's happening. Yeah, it's probably happening. We will know probably by the next show. Um, 
but yeah, like I said, we're, we're going to be talking to Lily later this week, uh, just sort of getting his thoughts and takes on things. So if you guys have questions that you'd like us to ask Lily, we're happy to be sort of the conduit and literally say like, hey, JF on Twitter asked uh, <laughs> and, and see what Lily has to say. So let us know on Twitter. Um, you know, send us your messages. Uh, DM us if you if you'd like to. Um, that's a thing. Um I don't know. Anything else for this one, guys? I'm like, I, 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 I feel bad I for the players. Like a lot of the players came out on yeah. Twitter just saying how gutted they were. And, you know, you don't know how many of these guys like unknowingly played their last game as a hound, like not even thinking like, well, I got the playoffs to prove myself. And then it's just like, nope, that's over. Um, so guys who were on their second year of their contract, which we've sort of seen in the past is that's it. See you later. You know, have we seen the end of Griffin and Velarde and Rivera and I... really you want to end the show? No, no. <laughs> How was your weekend? Let's No, let's... we're not going to go. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other other positive things to cut. I mean, what teasing teasing a, a kind of season wrap wrap up video. Um People don't care that much about what we have to say. Come on now. <laughs> it's going to be really interesting, though, you, to see what, uh, to, like, I, wa- I want to see this press conference. I, I'm hoping some good information comes out, uh, not just about the COVID situation, because there's not much more that they can say about that. And I don't yeah. there really need to be more to be said about that. But just, like, I want to know how the players are. I want to know if, yeah. you know, kind of like what Kevin was saying. Obviously, we can't ask it in that manner, but, like, you know, this is, was a good squad. Like, how many of them do you think you want back? Like, you know, something along those lines. And it's, ah, man, I, I'm really hoping. Cicerone's on, like, this is first year. Most, yeah, so we get him back. Every, well, almost every player that we sign, we do a one-year deal with mm-hmm. an option to pick up the second year. So yeah. basically, it'll be Lily's discretion to just be like, yep, keep him around, versus like, nope, cut him loose. So... At least we have their rights for the upcoming year. Whether or not Lily wants to exercise those rights is up to him. Um, now, I can't... The only ones who are outside... I mean, uh, uh, um, I don't know where Dover stands. And I don't know where Kenny stands. I can't remember this offseason whether or not they signed additional two-year deals. Or if they just did another... Like, they picked up their option and now they're able to go. Those would be the two big ones. Um, uh yeah, there's a spreadsheet I can look at that Shu made, but I don't have it in front of me right now. But uh, yeah, we'll make sure we have all that for our season wrap up video. When uh, there we go. So something gotta, to look forward to. I got around to teasing it. I'm just gonna stop talking, so we'll just sort of. <laughs> no, I guess like the maybe the thing that I was thinking about asking as like a, a lead into next week. Is out maybe maybe this is a decent question to finish the podcast on um, in light of how everything kind of finished. Do you both think that the club, not necessarily the team or Lily or the squad, do you think the club is in a better place now than it was at the beginning of the season? And I know that's kind of a big question, and so I'm kind of talking now to give you time to think. <laughs> And this is me talking. Yes, I do. I think it's in a better place as far as the personnel we have. And the the foundation we built this season, because we had, you know, a pretty big new roster this year. 
So it, it did kind of feel like not exactly a rebuilding year, but it, it definitely felt like it was a situation where a huge swath of our roster was new. And after this season, watching them finally starting to click and, you know, they had up and downs, even towards the end, there was a little bit of down, but it wasn't terrible. Um, and I, I do think there's a lot here now that can be built off of for next season. And I, I'm really hoping we keep more than, you know, five players. Like I, I, I want to see that backbone of this team uh, stay the same and be able to build on that. And I think we could have a really great year next year. Like it, it could be a great season if we are able to build off this squad. I agree. I think that player wise, we're in a pretty good situation. I think the fact that this was our first year with like an actual club president, like no, you know, disrespect to Tuffy, but like he wasn't wearing multiple hats in this case. We just, I don't think we got to see the full extent of what, um, you know, Vic could do just because of, you know, still restrictions with COVID and people getting into the stadiums and all of that. So fingers crossed that by the time we get to the spring of next year, that a lot of this will be out of the way. Um, yeah. Kevin's shaking his head. Exactly. <laughs> this is never going away, but, um, but no, I mean the, the, the training facility should be done here soonish. So we'll start to see the fruits of that a little bit. Um, we did have a couple examples of players moving up from the youth system up and training with the team and actually getting a few minutes with the team this year. So that's something that I think we've been calling for forever. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that the, if we were comparing to where we are at the end of this season to where we were at the end of last season, I think we're in better footing this year than we were last year. Josh, I know it's hard to compare against last year because last year, you know, fans and stadiums were, you know, but this year, like, I mean, going up qualitatively, um, cause I'm sure there are numbers out there. I just haven't looked at them. Um, did attendance numbers seem, you know, relatively higher compared to the last like three, four years. Yeah, it was a little bit rough because I, I feel like there was still some hesitancy near the beginning of the season. And then also th- just throughout um, the numbers have not, they were not the highest I've seen uh, at Highmark. Um, I, I feel like the year before COVID they were higher. Uh, but I mean, there's a lot of factors sure. there. So it, it's, I do think as far as the stuff Vic was able to do uh, because he came in pretty close to the beginning of the season. Like yeah. it wasn't like he had a huge runway here. Right. Um, so I, I feel like given more time, he can do more stuff, but there, there was definitely things done this season that you could tell they're going towards the right direction, trying to make more points of sale uh, for vending and that kind of stuff, the food, the drinks. Um, they had the whole uh, fan uh, tailgate zone thing going on where they had food trucks every day for every game in a whole section where they even had an outdoor merch uh van with a lot it just looks really cool they had drinks out there djs out there uh food trucks before the games like it was a a lot of stuff happening compared to the year before so yeah i think given another off season hopefully fix six around and you know can build on what he did this year and uh yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how it grows because i do feel like it was going in the right direction so yeah agreed one last question, then we're going to get out of here. JF asked, what's your prediction for the playoffs? We can still support the league. I think Phoenix is going to take it all, guys. They're just going to... Wait, oh, wait, wh- no. What? <laughs> uh, Phoenix lost? What? Womp, womp, womp. 
Uh, At least one good thing happened. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) I think the East is going to come down to once again, Tampa and Liverpool. I was going to say Liverpool. Liverpool. Tampa and Liverpool. Yeah. (laughs) Tampa. Is that really what you want, Kev? You want Liverpool playing in the USL championship? I just want good times. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's going to come down to Tampa and Louisville. And, uh, and I think Tampa takes it. Um, but that's just, I think that's, that's uh division bias at that point. So. Yeah, I can totally, definitely see that. I, I think Tampa takes it. Yeah. I think, I think Louisville is the villain that I just can't seem to like not hate. Um, I've, I, I have every reason to not like Louisville, but I can't help but admire them. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing for Louisville. Ooh, I don't think you. they're that good this year. I, I think this is not their year. So, like, I'm. I mean, it, it, it... no, I was gonna say, was it their le- year last year? I mean, they were good last year, but yeah. You know, anyway, yeah, they are. A, they are a model organization with a fantastic new stadium, and that's. We've said it for years. Like when you're comparing yourself to other teams, they have a women's team that. Uh, that is now playing like a sister club. Um, so, yeah. I saw a, qu- a quick question in the chat about how good Charlotte is. I mean, I don't know. I think they're quite good, but <laughs> that's well, true. Uh, Charlotte could be the the dark horse. Like they could be the ones to actually take it this year, which would be interesting. I hope they don't because I hate them. But you know that could happen. <laughs> on on top of that, they I mean they're just incredibly hot right now. So I mean you know they, they finished the season. Pro- I'm just assuming with the best form in the league. Um, cause I think they won like the last like nine games or something, but, but yeah, Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte. And that's the, what the playoffs are about. It's not about how good you are all season about, you know, are you good at the moment the playoffs start and, uh, can ride that wave. So Charlotte is good right now. And that matters more than their record all season. Yep. Yep. All right, gentlemen, we were able to take a crazy event and turn it into a 42 minute show so we can always do it drink to that josh it's it's out now i just checked three times and each time i'm disappointed when it's yeah (laughs) try fourth i'm good now keep hoping all right well thanks everybody like we said we got the press conference with lily coming up uh later this week so if you do have questions let us know on twitter um we will be happy to pass them along uh because you know we want to know how he's doing we want to sort of see where his thoughts are and i'm sure we'll try to talk to him this off season as well as well as talk to players that are sticking around and and new players that are coming in that's kind of you know what we do every off season so if you guys have any thoughts stuff that you'd like us to talk about hit us up let us know you guys know how to get in touch with us at mongols on twitter um we're also kind of sort of on facebook but not really so you know twitter is the way to go or you can always join us live here and and you know leave your comments in the chat uh, on youtube uh, follow us on youtube all of that so following that up make sure you head over to mongols.com click on support the show to become a, a patreon follower weekly support uh, weekly reminder that black lives matter and then we get into the sponsors. So thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. You can custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old cookie-cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kid of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. Looking for more great USL news? 
head over to bgn.fm where we've got over 100 fans and players that are writing and podcasting about the beautiful game. Lots of great features that go up on the site every single week. Go check them out at bgn.fm. Otherwise, thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Cheers. Later.